the magic lose the magic lose the magic fall 128 to 109 to the chicago bulls it never really felt i mean it felt winnable there for a little while in the third but the team just seemed like we were on the second night of a back-to-back piece. Didn't seem to have our, our shooting legs under us. At one point in the second half, not sure exactly when, we were 1-for-11 from three-point range. We did end up 10-of-28, so we shot 9-of-17 in like the third quarter. I think that was a lot of Moritz and Cole coming in. But it wasn't enough... Mosley making the decision to really stick with the second unit all the way to the end yeah, may have bit us in the butt. And Chicago again pulls away, gets some timely calls, gets to the line, and again wins 128 to 109. How you feeling, Peach? Not good. It was a poor performance. I mean, we had one starter in double figures. Um, yeah, I just... We had one starter in double figures. Just a bad performance all the way around. Um, wow. I mean, Paulo going three for 14, you can't have it. Um, yeah. It, it's just they they looked bad early. They got doing the thing they do where they get behind, and now we have to shoot threes, mm-hmm. and they weren't falling. Yep. And it just was kind of like, all right, whatever. And then we got right back into that. Okay, now the second unit starts to do something. By the way, those three-point numbers at the end of the game look respectable compared right. to how it was up until that point. Yeah. And then nine you know, of seventeen. We got it down great. to six points in the fourth quarter thanks to the run that those guys went on, which was great. But yeah. they ran out of gas because they're not used to playing that long. Because but he had just basically shut the starters down at that point. And you know, a great game from from Moore. It's a great effort. Twenty seven points leads us off the bench. Uh, Cole Anthony with twenty one and Suggs with eleven because you know those guys are playing big minutes. Bull disappointing. Twenty three minutes, four points, Very two assists, five rebounds. Just kind of not really yep. a part of things, mm-hmm. and just you know, not a very good basketball game for the for the Magic. To be honest, the fact that they got the game as close as six in the fourth quarter, surprising, is kind of a miracle. Goddamn yeah. near miracle because they did <laughs> yeah. not belong in that game no. with the way they played for most of it. So, the, you know, the Bulls did enough to get by. You can't be anywhere near DeMar DeRozan when he shoots. Um, a lot of questionable calls on him. Yep. But he's a good player, and him and Zach Levine played a great game to, tonight, to his credit. First time I've ever seen him play really well. Um, the Bulls did what they needed to do, came in and, and got the dub on a Magic team that didn't look like they cared much. Yeah, man. I, I blame myself, Peach, for the loss. Um, if you were at our live stream, shout out to you. You're the real ones. You're the real OGs. Haven't been doing as many live streams as he wanted because it's busy season for Peach right now. He's making ice for the AHL. Shout out Bridgeport Islanders. So the man is busy. But we, we did a live stream for the game tonight. Bunch of y'all came through. And, yeah, I was wearing the Vooch jersey. So I blame myself. Yeah, the minute I, you took it off, we uh, hit like three threes in a row. And yep. started the run. Everything so changed too little, when I too took late. the jersey off. You know, I had originally a Dwight Howard on. Mm-hmm. And then, Peach, you told me, we, we pointed out how Vooch was very positive with all the guys. Mm-hmm. So I said, you know what? I, I have a lot. I, I love Vooch in my heart. Yep. So I'm going to throw on the Vooch. Since he's being so respectful, I'm going to be respectful. 
Sure. And then he was so disrespectful to us. He was so angry. He played nasty. Yeah. Well, he let me played... be disrespectful back. Okay. He's mid, but he had a very good game. Oh, and props to you. Oh you guys won God. today. He's just such a hater. On he the was Vooch such an average superstar because man. He, he made two All Star games for us because super, we needed he was never a superstar. Well, he made he made the All Star game. If you made the All Star game, you're, all, you're an All Star. Star. Yeah. Okay. But if if you make the All Star game, you said super. Well, whatever. Okay. But he put up big numbers for a team that didn't have a star, and he was the main go to. And he's he is good at what he does. He's a very effective big man, good shooter. Mm. But you know. He was mean tonight on the boards. He was coming out with a vengeance. Vooch with 26, yeah, 12, 13 on the boards, six assists on the night, 11 to 18, pretty efficient. Like Wendell didn't play with that fire. Wendell did, did not play with that fire, and as we were talking about worse. it, this is the first time we're doing the live stream reaction, so shout out to everyone who's in the chat right now. Let us know your ideas. We'll we'll bring those up as we go. We don't really know how this shit's gonna work. Mr. TV, Raphael, Thomas, Jeremiah, the sports clinic. But yeah, Vooch came out with the fire and, and Wendell did not. I we advised everyone in the in the last night's reaction video video mm -hmm. piece. I yep. feel kind of badly about this. I don't. Cause I said bet on Wendell's overs. Right. I, I guess you know what? I don't feel bad about it because bet on I overs. bet on his overs. So I'm in the same boat with you all. If you did the smart thing and you bet right. on Wendell to be over 15 and a half points and nine and a half rebounds because he always goes off against the Bulls, you were doing the right thing. Right. But then he didn't. Well, everybody has an off day. It just so happens that most of our starters decided to all have it at the same time. Yeah. And that's not a recipe for success. Mm -hmm. uh, I feel mm -hmm. like this, mm -hmm. the backup guys did a Good job filling in, and an admirable job. Schofield. Oh, I see what you did there, but uh, yeah, it wasn't enough. You're not gonna. That group shouldn't be able to beat the Bills, so yeah. they didn't. Yeah, you know, I always like to look at the boards and the points in the paint, Peach, because that's the way we win the game. And interestingly, we did win the points in the paint, fifty-six to forty-four. So that should be a recipe for good things. But we lost the boards 38 to 36. And I mean, I think we I think we got torched on three. We must have. They were 16 of 35 and we were 10 of 28. So yeah, they hit six more three pointers than we did. That's 18 points. That's gonna hurt you. That's not gonna make up for the 12 points that we beat them in the paint. Yeah, this kills the points per game for uh, Apollo and Franz as well. Yeah. Um but opens the door for Benedict Mathurin. Shut up. Shut up. Peach has money on Benedict, but I have money on Paulo. Yeah, um, but you're going to win like 10 bucks. No, I'm not. I'm at 15 to win like 75, dog. I got it like plus 400 odds. Get out of here. But I think the point is, and Mr. TV and others brought this up during the live stream, is we were down by like 12 points, 13 points, and we just started settling for these 15 seconds in the shot clock, three-point shots. From Paulo, from Franz, from Colt, like from from whomever it might have been at that point. Yep. Second quarter, when we really had a chance to bring it back and make this game a dogfight the whole way, we started getting in this three point shooting contest, and we were shooting one for eleven from three. It's not like we had been hot or been hitting them. So if we're gonna get into a three point shooting contest with anybody, we're gonna lose. Yeah. We needed to be getting paint touches. We need to get Paulo the ball in the post more. Let him work there. Let him work with Franz coming off of multiple screens. 
with Paulo in the post. We've been doing that with Wendell, but I think we need to do it more with those two gentlemen. Yeah, you could tell that the Bulls really wanted to win this game. 38 minutes for DeRozan, 39 for the old man Vooch, uh, 36 for Williams. They, they really only went, four, I think, four deep on their bench. Uh, they yeah. didn't really even get much from their bench. I think they got maybe 17 points from the bench total. Um, so this is mostly just their stars doing what they needed to do and getting work done. And even Patrick Williams chipped in 16 and 6. So... Um, it seemed like they wanted the game more from the start, and they took it, and they played with the fire that usually we kind of play with against the Bulls. So, I don't know. This is the Bulls, I think, maybe trying to make a statement about getting right and actually being in the playoff contention and not blowing it up. But They need to right the ship. I'm sure the players are playing with that type of energy. You're right, Peach. But we were talking about this during the live stream, and the sports clinic in the chat right now is bringing it up. The sports clinic says, Mosley – Never put the starters in, even though we could have come back and won when we were down by five in the fourth quarter. We were talking about this live Mm -hmm. in-game, and you were mentioning it. Hey, the second unit, Cole, great job. Hey, Cole Moritz, career game. We're clapping it up for you. Great freaking job, man. However, guys get gassed. Like they'd been playing for the whole fourth quarter. They right. played. And the other guys are cold because they haven't been in forever. Right, and so you know we're down. And hey, if you want to stick with Moritz, if you want to stick with Cole, Jalen was having a great game, but Schofield and Bowl, Bowl was not having a good game. Nope. Schofield was having a solid game, but like. Give me Wendell Carter in there. Give me Franz Wagner in there. Yeah, you could have tried something else at that point. But there was 428 left when we got it down to five. That's and at that point, I think he had already made his decision that this is That's stupid, dumb, though, man. I, I, Franz I Wagner is one of the best fourth-quarter players in the league. Right. Did he play in the fourth quarter? I don't think so. Maybe at the start. At, yeah, maybe at the so. start with the second unit. Come on, Mosley. That That's when people start to get sketchy and – you know, send, you know, the Wembenyana, uh, you know, Illuminati posts, you um, know. Bustyama? Yeah, exactly. That's what people start doing. He hasn't played a damn game in the league. <laughs> Coming soon. Peach has the Wembustyama. Wembustyama. It, it was, it was a tough loss to take, man. Um, that was really the biggest thing for me. We were down by five in the fourth quarter. Mosley elects to go with the guys. He's done this before. He did it last year a lot, too. So it's not really that shocking to me that he does that. Um, and in a way, honestly, if he comes back with the starters there and we're down five and then it just balloons back up to like 15, okay. that's not good either. Well, that's yeah, not, that's not good for the mindset of those guys or anything like that. It's not no. good. Then the guys on the bench are going to be pissed. Like the whole thing is not good. So he's kind of stuck at that point. He's painted no, it to a corner. No, he's not painted it to a corner, dude. You know that Mosley has established the culture where guys know if they're playing well, they'll get playing time. Bull Bull was not playing well. Admiral Schofield maybe, but Admiral Schofield is not going to be insulted that Franz Wagner is coming in to you know to sub for him. Come on, Giovanni is. In the chat, talking about some potential Toronto Raptors trades. Oh, if you're interested in Toronto Raptors trades, Peach is hurt. Peach is hurt about, man, the Toronto Raptors fans, go check out our segment 
where we have the whole Toronto Raptors trade discussion. There have been the Toronto Raptors fans that have been coming for us, Peach, especially you in the in the comments. Whatever. <laughs> it's probably just because they don't like the Canadians and they Pete, don't like the Habs. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's they're they're just upset about that. I don't think they understand that you hate the whole city of Toronto. I've never been to Toronto. Like it sounds like a lovely place to be fair. It's a very nice but place. I, I don't get along with their teams now. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Even the Toronto Argonauts can just suck it. Well, Raf is asking. You know, in a game like this, do you think that the the starters question that move. You know, they're sitting on the bench developing a little. Maybe. Yeah. Well, but maybe they're developing a fire that, like, oh, shit, if we'd played better, mm-hmm. we wouldn't have been out that whole time. You know, he does like to send messages by benching guys yep. or not having them play. So maybe that's the message here. Maybe he says, we don't really need this win as much as these guys need to learn this message that y'all suck today. Wow. And I think that's real, man. I think. Jamal Mosley is a next-level type of coach and motivator. And I think we have concerns sometimes about the X's and O's, which have been getting much better now that the personnel has been consistent, by the way. There's a lot more off-ball movement getting guys. Guys are getting comfortable playing with the, with each other for more than you know a game or two before right. somebody's gone or you know they're developing rotation all the way around. So Yeah, and we're playing these like horns, Y actions with like two guys out in the post and yep. like picks coming around. Spider 2, Y banana. Yeah, exactly. I'm a yep. huge Y banana guy. Huge Y banana guy. Fullback's always open. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And, yeah, I I think Mosley, he's pushing the right buttons. I'm wholly confident in him and his leadership. I think at this point, if guys didn't buy in, because real respect's real. And even though these gentlemen are young, there's guys on this team like Terrence Ross, Gary Harris, that have been around. Even Jonathan Isaac has seen a guy like uh, Steve Clifford, who's been a head coach for multiple teams and a – consummate professional the things that guys respect are are you competent at your job you know whatever industry you're in people respect competence i think i think it was jeff van gunny that said that in a podcast and i really resonated with it because any any field respect competence and if jamal mosley wasn't extremely competent these guys would not be buying in at the level that we see them buying in Mm mm-hmm in which they're praising each other, just saying, you know, whatever it is, I'm going to play. Cole saying, you know, I'm going with a starter mentality, but I'm doing whatever the coach says. You don't hear Mo Bamba. You don't hear RJ Hampton. Like, guys are just respectful of what the coach is deciding because he's been building relationships, and they, and he's proving it with the X's and O's to a certain extent. Mm-hmm. So I don't think the starters are over. I think the starters are over there, as you said, Peach, based on Raf's question, getting the message. Look at the scoreboard. Look at the final score. If that's not message enough, what more do you need? And if you yeah. weren't if you weren't allowed to be in there to turn that tide, think about why. That's all. Yep. And that's what Turgaloo's saying. He says, "I'm fine with the guy rolling with the bench guys. Um, the starters were bad, minus Gary. Yeah, and I needed Gary in there. So thanks for rubbing that in, Turkaloo. I had Gary over one and a half threes. He had one three in the yeah. first half. I thought this is easy money in the second half. We're down by a bunch. Gary Harris is going to be in shooting threes because right. we need some threes to get back in the game. And 
Nothing. Yeah. I just had a $25 donation to Ve- dollar donation to Vegas tonight. Yeah, and then it sounds, I mean, 19 minutes for Gary Harris in a game like that, it's a little bananas. He ought to be playing more. It almost yeah. made you feel like they kept him out because there was a trade. <laughs> come through and it's like don't say uh, that i don't want to hear any of that noise well it just we, seems silly to not get some of these guys back out there can we have a review of the chosen one jonathan isaac i don't i remember him playing a little in the first he played right <laughs> he played a little in the first he for sure he played right he played eight minutes yeah, five points i think he only minutes, played in the first points, quarter yeah, right? on ESPN I, I didn't see him again he didn't come out in the second half. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he did play. You're right. Five one, points, four boards, and eight minutes. One I mean, nine minutes for him. All right, that's, that's okay. Ten minutes. So he, he had one garbage three pointer that he threw. Yeah, out no, he bad. He he was one from four. One for four from three. He yeah, had, he, he is starting to look like a guy who wants to settle and be outside, and I don't want that from him. I mean, yes and no. If if Jonathan Isaac thinks that he he can become a forty percent three point shooter, then by all means. But I don't know with his crickety leg looking shot if that's a reality. I mean, I know he was shooting the ball pretty well before he went down, and Jeff Weltman's always like, "Ah, oh, yes, he's looked so good in the training facility shooting threes." Ah, oh. but in the training facility with no one around you and in an NBA game or different things, we'll see. If he he only should be out there if he's shooting that high a percentage because. We need him getting boards. Yep. He needs to be inside doing big man stuff. Yeah. Otherwise, you guys are right, and we do need a backup big. But I thought he yeah. was going to come back and be that. But if he's going to be some soft stretch four, that's not really what I was bargaining for. He's going to be like, what, a more athletic, slightly shorter bull? Yeah. Right. Not interested in that. Yeah. I, mean, I want that defensive stopper guy, but defensive stopper should be guarding a, a five or an inside dude. Mm-hmm. And I don't need him stretching. I need him rebounding. I need him doing big man shit. Amen to that, Peach. So our next games, man, we got a tough little stretch here. We've got two against Philadelphia and then uh, at Minnesota. So we're on the road for those games. Then we're at Charlotte. So we have a little four-game road trip right here. Two at Philly, one at Minnesota, one at Charlotte. Then we're home against the Knicks, home against Denver, home against Miami. This is a tough stretch of games, man. You know, I was hoping we were going to get either a win last night or tonight to make this next stretch easier. Damn, Philly 2, Minnesota's getting back cat. We got to be above 500 to have a chance at sniffing in this play-in, man. Yeah, I'm not that worried about anything. I'm not worried about us making the play-in. It'd be nice if we could, but yeah. we do, we do, we do, we don't, we don't. I'm not worried about any of the teams coming up. We've shown that we can take on the best the league has to offer, yeah. you know, record-wise, and defeat them in their own home. Um, we've shown that we can do a various number of things against anybody. And then we could also play mid against mid-teams, and we can stink against stinky teams, so... It kind of depends on what kind of fire they want to come out with today and how well the starters play. Well, hopefully you come out some fire on this road trip. Hopefully you come out some fire on February 23rd, Peach. Mm-hmm. Peach and I are going to be down in Florida. We're going to be going to the game for Court Cousins Night. You can get tickets. We're going to be in the la- the loge seating, the club seating, which is like right before the press on the lower bowl. And – 
It's at fivo.me backslash court cousins. We get a discount on those seats. Peach and I have bought a couple Bancaro jerseys. We bought some a bunch of other magic merch. And Peach, we're bringing down some cards. We're going to do all types of raffles for people who buy tickets through this link. Um, we're going to go on the court after. We're going to cut down the net. We each have part of the net from the Bulls magic game when uh, this net was actually the net that Jalen Suggs dunked on DeMar mm-hmm. DeRozan. It was. This one right here. Yep. This was the side of the court that he dunked on. This is what we cut down. We cut down the the net that Jalen Suggs dunked on DeMar DeRozan. So you have that opportunity as well. We'll meet up before the – if we get a bunch of people, if a bunch of people sign up, the Magic will give us, you know, maybe some signed memorabilia. So one of us to could be walking off. home. That's cool. Yeah, we could raffle it off amongst all of us. Someone will go home with the oh, signed memorabilia. I know. Fuck it. I'm getting in that fucking raffle. Oh. I want to rinse some fucking I don't think that's how raffles either. are supposed to work. <laughs> you know, subscribe. We're 50 away from 1,000 on YouTube. That's huge for us. We'd love for you to help us hit that milestone. Peace, do you have any last thoughts? Chat, you have any last no, thoughts before we fucking get this out of here? Of, we started at 6.45 tonight, yep. and now it's past 9.45, and yep. we're still giving thoughts. So We're giving lots of thoughts. If you want to go check out the live stream, go check out uh, episode 37. Again, please subscribe to YouTube. 50 away from 1,000. Like the video. We love you, Magic. Peace out. Let's get some wins. Thanks for coming.